I'm Andrew Wilton. And I'm Carol Lawless. And welcome to Seven Questions Peterborough. musician beyond the beyond. Uh, he is such a talent and I'm just so thrilled to be able to talk to him. Yeah, Rick is one of those people that you see around Peterborough a lot, um, walking his dogs with his daughter and uh, he always looks like an engaging, friendly person and I'm excited to actually you know, be in his presence because I've only seen him perform before. I've never really sat down and spoken with him so I think it'll be a real treat, and here, here he comes. comes. So we have Rick Fines here, and we're so excited to have him and I'm going to ask my first of the seven big questions. You play your music all over the world. What is a memorable comment you've heard <laughs> shouted by an audience member? Well, I don't know if you'll like my answer to this one, but I, I think it's really arrogant that an audience member would consider it their business to shout out and take the stage away from the person who's on oh, stage. Wow. Oh. So someone shouting out something from the audience to me is is a, is a rude gesture. Yeah. That said, I'll, I'll turn the question around and I'll say um, that, that when you talk about the most memorable things that, that somebody says to you when you're at a concert, it's always on the break when you know, mm. they come over and, and, uh, and get a chance to chat with you. And it's that something that, you've, that, you know, that I've written has meant something in their life. So it's become a part of their life. Like, like um, I wrote a song called Muskoka Moon many years ago, more than 20 years ago. And I've had four different uh, couples come and tell me that they, they walked down the aisle to Muskoka oh, Moon. Nice. That, nice. That's very moving for yeah. me because then it means that there's some, there's some value in what I do. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and it's a, you know, beyond just whatever uh, uh, and being in the instant at the time, which is also completely legitimate. Well, number two, Carol. Number two. Well, can you sing for us some lyrics, Rick, that you wrote that are really meaningful to you and then tell us the story behind the lyrics? Sure. Uh, I'm going to shorten this down and, and, uh, and just do a little excerpt because I think that's sort of what the question was asking. Yeah. So this is something brand new. And on this particular occasion, it goes precisely like this. <laughs> She thinks how the dreams that a young girl sold are impossible to achieve. Now the songs that she's always loved now hold more gravity. How people are bound together like letters in cursive. How this whole town's got the blues. 
below the surface Below the surface it's yesterday With all the things you still could say And another act plays Below the surface so that's just a little part of a new song and um, it sort of occurred to me that uh, that so much in every person you're walking by on the street and every person you're dealing with at all times there's another whole story going on below the surface and so I guess the uh, the notion that you know that we've all got something still playing out something we're still reconciling in the back of our in the back of our minds below the surface at all times um, it might have been just what happened at breakfast uh, a word you said that you didn't mean to say uh, or it might be the deeper um, gravity uh, the deeper uh, weight that we carry with us from day to day uh, from our childhood or from whatever's happened in our lives but that's uh, that particular thing means a lot to me that, those lyrics Wow. I was thinking as you were saying that about um, <clears throat> walking gently uh, with uh, in your life about uh, the way you treat other people because there's so much beyond what you see on the face as they walk in to see you and say hello. Exactly. Everybody's going through uh, something that, that uh, isn't necessarily any of your business. <laughs> mm -hmm. And you might be triggering something at any time. Um, this week has been a terrible week for losses and, uh, mm -hmm. and this, and this last year has been a terrible year for, um, for death come calling in this town. And, um, and I think about the people who are left behind, um, be it a spouse or, um, or a friend, uh, everyone walks around with, with all of that. And, uh, that might be where their head's at when you turn to ask them how their day is and mm -hmm. they put on their fake smile and say everything's great mm -hmm. and uh, and so that's that is part of one thing that's going through my head um, here's another new one I'm gonna I'm gonna continue on that uh, thing because I'm I'm in writing mode I'm uh, getting ready to make the new recording I've been writing these songs and I'm playing them over and over and over again and um, I'll just uh, I'll play a little bit of the melody or uh, of the first of this and then I'll jump into Whatever it is, I think it's. I think it might be a chorus. I think it might be just a bridge. I can't. I can't remember. Um... So much alive seems all uphill you keep on moving cause you can't sit still until you just sit still so that's another little snippet and it was um it was inspired by uh, my high school art teacher um, taking a few of us up to uh, up to his cottage he had just bought um, on Clear Lake, but the old couple that had that place, just this 
totally modest little little cabin um, sitting up on on blocks uh, in and they had to walk across on little stepping stones because the water was always wet mm -hmm. because there was an artesian well up the hill yeah. and it just kept it kind of boggy and not very nice all this added to why they got it he got it for a good deal but the big thing they got he got it for a good deal the big reason it was they were both found dead there oh. and uh, because they were found dead at the same time at their kitchen table they mm -hmm. had to do an autopsy mm -hmm. and they determined that they both died of natural causes mm. and it struck me as not only the most uh, sort of morbid thing but also probably the most romantic notion mm -hmm. the in thing. the world yeah. like one of them died and the other one just sat down at the table and died yeah and and uh, and they were you know they were an older couple and um, and all of that took place, you know, uh, apparently uh, within about 24 hours. Uh, wow. uh, you know, so somebody just sat there and back in those days, there was no telephone at a, at a cottage. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And there was no... So they just sat down and ended there and, and, and without killing themselves. Yeah. Just yeah. let their life end. Yeah. And, I, and, uh, and it struck me all, all my life, I thought, that there's something about that, but I don't know what I'm going to do with it. <laughs> It's a love story, a really yeah. beautiful love story. So this is this is in this is your this is a new song that you're. It's another new song, yeah, okay. and it's uh, and um, somehow I struck upon this part, like the storytelling is in the rest of the song, but uh, but you asked for a line, a line, and what does it mean to you, mm -hmm. and uh, and the line that uh, so much of life is all uphill. You keep on moving because you can't sit still until you just sit still. Mm -hmm. And I thought, you know, this is a, this is all of us. Mm -hmm. It is. <laughs> That's it a good is. way to die, right? Oh, it's a yeah. beautiful way to die. Right? You'll go, and then Sylvia will come and just, find you, and then she'll go. She'll go. Well, before you go, you're going to have the best <laughs> meal at a restaurant, your last supper. Where it, Where is it going to be? Well, um... I like to go eat somewhere where people can make something that I can't make. Hmm. And um, so I'm a big fan of spices. So uh, so today, um, because I adore Indian food and can't, uh, and and I, I can only do a, a pale comparison at home, um, Shafiq's Taste of India is our first choice for, for hmm. Indian food hmm. in town. And of course, uh, we love going to Karma's because although we make um, that style of food at home, we don't make it that good. Okay. <laughs> we'll go to Shafiq's uh, with a, a crowd and we'll just say, make us something. Mm -hmm. Yes. And he'll oh. just, just, just surprise us. Yeah, and you can trust whatever them. whatever <laughs> he gives us, it's always delicious. It yeah. certainly is, yeah. And we don't take away with them as well where it's just surprise us and... Well, compared to the Peterborough that I grew up in, uh, you know, <laughs> the restaurant scene in Peterborough is so great. You can go to so many great places and get so many things. So uh, when you mentioned that uh, you were going to ask me about where to, you know, where I like to eat downtown, I think was, you know, the first time you asked me to come here for this. Um, you mentioned, oh, and I'm going to probably ask you about your favorite restaurant or something like yeah. that. I thought, oh, where do you even start? Because Peterborough's yeah. so great these I days. Yeah. Yeah. Every time we speak to someone, there's a different spot to go to in town. It's true. Right? Yeah. 
as we talked about different places in town, Carol decided to go over to Market Hall to check out the performance space where Jackson Delta will be performing pretty soon. So we're at Market Hall with Chad Hogan, who's the general manager, and uh, we're talking about uh, the Jackson Delta. I guess it's the Jackson Delta Trio, and they're performing upcoming. Maybe, Chad, you can tell us a little bit about the show and um, some of the other acts that you're looking forward to presenting here in downtown Peterborough at the Market Hall. Yeah, so uh, Jackson Delta is going to be here on April 20th. it's kind of a, a tradition that's been happening for a few years now where it's uh, on the Easter weekend. So um, there's a few tickets left. If you're going to get some, you should hurry. Uh, but it's going to be great. We're looking forward to uh, any time we get to work with with Rick and Al and everybody. It, it's just a fantastic time and, you know, such a rich history with with the city, the building, everything. They're just great people. That's so nice. And maybe you could share a little bit, chat about who else is uh, coming up in the coming weeks that uh, we can look forward to, to seeing at Market Hall. Yeah, so uh, April 14th, we have Kate Sir um, doing her own cabaret presentation. It's If you haven't seen Kate before, you have to. She's one of the the best voices to ever come out of the city, as far as I'm concerned. Um, coming up as well, we have David Miles on the 23rd of April, uh, Ron Sexsmith, a just legendary Canadian songwriter on the 22nd, Stephen Page from Bare Naked Ladies, Hoxley Workman, there's all kinds of stuff coming up. Uh, and we even have some exciting stuff that we're going to be announcing, I suppose I can tell you now. Um, we're going to have uh, Jill Barber joining us in, wow. <laughs> in, in September, uh, followed by uh, the Good Lovelies in October. So Amazing. Two of my favorites. If you follow them on Instagram, I just follow them for the music. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, also, we will be having Heather Rankin in from the Rankin family. So a uh, whole bunch of other stuff that I'm working on right now and all kinds of fantastic shows and events happening all the time. Um, just check our website out at markethall.org to see the films and lectures and uh, theater pieces and dance and uh, everything that happens here. That's awesome, Chad. Thanks so much for taking time today. No problem. Thanks, Carol. Well, this is question number four. What is something going on in your life that you can share with us? Uh, well, I, I had a great uh, community experience, and um, oddly, it's, um, it's an electronic community experience. Um, I, I like to record old style. I'm a dinosaur. I like, I like knobs and faders, to, and, and I like um, VU meters. But I finally realized... I can't keep doing that. Even the standalone machines that you can buy these days still need to be plugged into a computer mm-hmm. and get the computer readout. And um, and I've known this and I've done it for a long time. And I don't really mind because I would just use whatever little thing I've got and then go to a studio. But I put out the word 
that I I needed to do this, and I uh, suggested you know the the brand that uh, that I was looking for, and if somebody's looking to upgrade, maybe I could just buy their old computer mm. with that stuff on it yeah. from them and yeah. uh, start my learning curve rather than invest a huge amount of money mm-hmm. to get uh, up to the state of art of the art. And then my friend Eric in Ottawa. Uh, wrote to me and he said, yeah, you know what, I just upgraded uh, my computer. Uh, I don't have any recording software or anything, but my old computer is, you know, relatively new and would work with the stuff you're talking about. I could sell it to you for um, nothing. <laughs> and, uh, and I was on my way to Ottawa to work for two weeks doing my Blues in the Schools work that I've done there now for 18 years in the schools in Ottawa every, uh, every February, March. And um, so I went to Eric's and, I, and he gave me a, a computer that would cost a lot of money to yeah, go buy. Yeah. And uh, that left me with a budget to go buy um, the other equipment I need. So the thing that I'm very excited about now is I've, uh, it made me look at my entire music room differently. And I thought, you know, I'm getting rid of everything that I don't use. Mm-hmm. If it's sitting here, if it's been in a box in storage then it's, uh, it's going, so I'm going to clear it all out uh, uh, except for the things that I use and uh, turn it, make it all more functional mm-hmm. and have a nice uh, new modern recording uh, facility. Yeah. Carol, I think you're number five. Rick, tell us a highlight experience of your life that changed you as a person. Um, we talk about life-changing things. I guess, you know, when I was 17 years old, I was jamming out with my friends on a, um, on Bolivar Street. They had, uh, I was still in high school, but they had left high school, gotten jobs at, at uh, Outboard Motors, one of them, <laughs> and Pioneer Chainsaw, yeah. the other one, mm-hmm. and, uh, and they had rented a house. And um, so we had a jam space. We had a nice big living room with great big loud amplifiers and a kit of drums and we would terrorize the neighborhood I'm sure (laughs) and I looked out across the road and I saw this car pull up it was a 57 Chevy canary yellow cut into an El Camino and this guy gets out with a handlebar mustache and a tweed cap and he pulls out old Fender tweed guitar cases and an old Fender tweed guitar amp and walks into the house across the road and while I'm playing loud rock and roll I'm watching him and I'm thinking, I want to play that kind of music because <laughs> he looks to me. He looks cool. Well, he looks like Dwayne Allman and, uh, and I love the Allman Brothers. <laughs> so the next day, I knew what time he came home from work. So the next day when he came home from work, I was sitting on his stoop with my guitar. <laughs> and I said, I want to play music with you. And he said, come on in. And uh, made us a cup of tea and I sat down. That's Gary Peoples. I was oh, 17 years wow. old. And uh, two years later, I got my first professional gig. And when the drummer uh, for Mike Langford, and when the drummer uh, left, the next guy to show up to play drums was Al Black. And I said, "Oh, you've got to come meet my friend Gary." <laughs> and that changed my life because oh, yeah. uh, you know we formed uh, Jackson Delta, and um, and yeah, and did all sorts of things. So all sorts mm-hmm. of wonderful things, and had mm-hmm. great uh, great times. So and uh, you know still solid good friends uh, to this day we'll be playing music together tomorrow in, in Alan's living room <laughs> oh. what year did you form Jackson Delta was it in the 80s yeah it was in the 80s um, I don't remember the exact year uh, we were we had a rock and roll band called um, 
don't know if it was still called side effects or if we had oh, changed to loose change by then. Loose change, yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's go and see you. And, uh, and, but and we got together on our off nights to play acoustic blues because who in the world ever listened to acoustic blues except us? But then uh, one of the, uh, Peter Robinson, um, there was a cancellation. A band couldn't show up. And uh, could we come and, and do something? We, we brought Jackson Delta over and, and uh, we had to make up a name on the spot. So since we played Delta style blues and we came from Peterborough, we thought the closest thing we've got to Delta here is where the stolen bicycles build up and form a Delta <laughs> at the end of Jackson Creek. <laughs> I love it. I remember you used to play at the Underdog a lot. Yeah, like Joe Stable, the... Joe Stable yeah. was like, you don't know how lucky you are. Uh, you get to hear this band for like five bucks or whatever. But yeah, you guys used to play the underdog. I remember a the lot. Red Dog a too. Lot. Yeah, yeah. the Red Dog. I know you. And Milligan's Pub before yeah. any of those. Milligan's yeah. Pub. And the Tudor Lounge at that uh, the oh, old Trent Inn. Right. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. Where yeah. I first heard Joe Hall yeah. and where I first heard Jane. Is that the Red Oak Inn? No. Uh, the Tudor Lounge was at the uh, was at the Trenton, which is now the White House. Trenton, yeah. Um, and Milligan's Pub was in the Red Oak Inn. Yeah, yeah. I forgot about the Red yeah. Oak Inn. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. It was Dick Turpin's when I was right. too young to go to the, legally in there, and uh, then by the time we were playing there, it was called Milligan's yeah. Pub. Where did they get these names, Dick Turpin? Yeah. Like, where did that come from? Just trying to be a classic English pub. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. 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 Question number six. You work with young people in schools a lot. What advice do you give those kids? Well, um, I work on songwriting uh, mostly mm-hmm. in the schools, and I'm, I'm going to be at uh, North Cabin next week working with the, with the kids there, and then I'll be down to St. Paul's in Norwood the following week. And... Um, there are a lot of things that I, I do, but the underlying message is um, is that the more you express yourself in a way that you can reflect upon, the better you know yourself, and um, and the better you know yourself, the more equipped you are to go out into this world, no matter what you want to do. If you're an accountant or a mm. um, uh, you, you know or a bricklayer, it doesn't matter. You're you've you still got your mind going around and thinking about everything that's in your you know in your life and if you learn some way to express it so keep a diary a journal write a song paint a painting some way where you can look at it and you can say to yourself do I still believe that is that me mm-hmm. is that did I say that the way that I'm happy with now and sometimes you'll surprise yourself uh, by looking back at uh, at your former self so you think you know and seeing your true self uh, at 13 years old writing something that you still believe today other times you'll look at something and you'll say you know I'm so glad that I've advanced in this way or that way because I wouldn't want to be stuck thinking like that Mm -hmm. (laughs) but you don't get to reflect on it if you don't do it and express yourself in some way that you can reflect on just talking doesn't always do it you have to do it in a way that you can reflect uh, review so um, write a poem write a write a, um, I tell the kids you know uh, express yourself every, every day and uh, they might not be hearing this from their parents their parents might not think of things that way and might their might, parents might not they might say get this done or get that done they might not say uh, mm-hmm. you should take a little while to reflect upon things <laughs> what, a good, what a good what a good message not just for kids but for people right like I think 
I see a lot of people, they're searching for something, right? And yeah. you think maybe you should be writing something down or photographing or, you know, it's true. If you've got something tangible that you can say, I produce this and what do I want to do next, you know? Mm -hmm. It's a very fast, fast, fast paced world right now. It's too fast. And it is. Uh, and, the, and the hamster wheel is going around and around and around. Mm -hmm. And it gets stuck going around and around on the same channel. Mm -hmm. Until you until you write down what it is that that uh, that's causing you to think that way, and then look at it and say, "Oh man, I'm not going to keep doing that forever." Yeah. Gonna, and then you make your mind up to change who you are or to be who you truly are, rather than stuck in that little uh, loop that's that's there. Yeah. Nice. Last question. Number Last seven, one. and I give it back to myself, Carol. I've really hogged the questions this Thanks, time. Thanks, Andrew. It's all good. <laughs> Where are you playing next in Peterborough, and what do you like about that location? Market Hall on April 20th, Jackson Delta, the uh, uh, not semi annual, that'd be every six months, right? So biennial, is that uh, biennial? I say once every two years. Yeah, once every two years. I like the way they say biennial. Are you from Newfoundland? Uh, no, Are you? Okay. no, no. Uh, I was born in Peterborough. Every two years. Let's, okay, let's, yeah. let's go with there that. You go. Yeah, yeah. So I think we're gonna. Move. I was bringing up the idea with the guys. We might have to do that every every year because um, we saw life's only getting ago. shorter from here on yeah. in. And uh, when we talk about reflecting and going up to our cabin, I stole the first two lines of this, but I'll just give you this little thing here, because okay. this, is, this is at the cabin, me sitting in the woods. And... Okay. Well, time is but a stream I go fishing in. Thin current passing by, and my line is cast, petitioning fish from a pebbled sky, and the miracle of nature it surrounds me like music, and it sings along with me. I find comfort in the arms of what will be. Woohoo! Rick, I love that song! <laughs> no shouting out from the audience. Quiet! Come on your stage! Awesome, Rick. Rick, thank you so, so nice. much for joining us. It's been Thanks for having me. Fantastic. We really loved your words. Well, I'm heading down to the Dick Turpin Lounge. <laughs> I just wish I could go back. Oh, careful what you wish for. <laughs> you know it's a retirement home now. Oh, there you go. That's true. <laughs> Thanks, Rick. <laughs> I'm not quite there we're, yet. We're all headed to We're all headed there. We're all headed to Dick right? Turpin's oh <laughs> sooner or later. We ran the gamut, right? right? there. We got to oh, write that one. We should, right? That's too good. Oh, <laughs> oh <my goodness. laughs> awesome. Hey, Andrew. I think we can both agree that was really magical. That was a really magical experience with 
the music, the words, like all of his words, singing or not singing was a, almost a poem in itself. And I love the way that he talked about, you know, growing up in Peterborough and how he, he got into performing and then influenced by Gary Peoples and Al mm -hmm. Black and mm -hmm. all of those just luminaries of Peterborough. And it really took me back. And I, as I said, <laughs> want to go to the Dick Turpin Lounge tonight, which is now a retirement home. Yeah. So I will are. be there. I will be going there sooner than later. And but it's great, yeah. you know, it's great that uh, he stayed in Peterborough and uh, clearly loves this town and wants to give back and, and make this place a better place. And it's just, uh, it was so inspiring to talk to him. And he, he talked about being a musician and being able to make a living for 38 years. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a huge accomplishment. So, um, yeah, yeah we're really lucky he's here we in were the lucky. city. Um, our listening friends, if you have a chance to go to ptbo.ca, you'll find some more information about Rick Fines and all our other podcasts. Um, we hope you're enjoying this podcast series and will continue to listen to us. Thanks, Thanks for, for joining, joining us. us.